Have you been scared off from buying a house because rates have been frighteningly high? The Sharp Mortgage Team in Winston-Salem can help make it feel far less spooky. There are many programs available now that can keep your mortgage payment from making you want to scream. You will dread it if you don't call for more information today because Halloween is right around the corner. With the Sharp Mortgage Team, there are no tricks, and they will treat you and the zombies you love like family. This is the Triad Podcast Network. All right, thanks for choosing to listen to another episode here on the Triad Podcast Network. It is our real estate episode with our guy Blake Ginther from the Ginther Group in Winston-Salem. It is a fall episode, and I want to begin by talking about, Blake, one of the coolest events that you guys do every year, Fall at the Farm. Man, that was a lot of fun. You guys, we're recording this the day after you had the event. What was that like this year? Yeah, and 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 we do uh, we've done as many as as 10, which was too many, and we <laughs> will probably always do, you know, four or five a year where we just and we try to vary them to hit, you know, all different full, you know, all, all different uh walks of life to our different mm-hmm. phases of life to enjoy different types of events. This one is my favorite and it also ultimately it checks everyone's boxes. Um I mean, it's very hard for somebody to not find something they'll enjoy. There's a ton of, of different farm yeah. animals uh, all in their spots. So if you don't like animals, guess what? You don't have to. Uh, yeah. And there's hay rides, there's corn mazes, there's, you know, food, there's just all kinds of games. It's it literally anyone can enjoy it. It's something that they do annually. If you couldn't attend this year, make sure to remember to find it for your calendar next October, that event. And, also, Blake, make sure you guys keep Pie Day. Don't take away Pie Day. That's one of my favorites. It's funny Favorite. you say that, man. That's we're gonna we're looking at. We're, I don't know if we're gonna take it away, but I think we're gonna do it differently. And, and for those of you that are like, I mean, like Pie Day, we're we do like the nerdy uh, math pie, right? Three fourteen is uh, Thanksgiving Day pie that everybody already has pies. <laughs> okay, so before we talk real estate, I I, I got to know now. We talked about the events you do professionally, but personally with your family what are some of the things you you all enjoy about the fall you know honestly it's funny uh, we, my wife and i just had this conversation last night it's really like when we think of, when we think of fall we think of football and chili lots and lots of chili <laughs> and yeah. my wife makes amazing chili uh and and then and of course i love football so it's football and, and chili well fall in real estate traditionally means that things hit a little bit of a slowdown. Is that what we're seeing right now? Yeah. I mean, it is, it is. And it's funny. It's super like chilly and windy out there right now uh, <laughs> on a, a very fall day in mid for mid October. It actually feels like late November. Um, and honestly, the market kind of feels like late November. It really, um, you know, the fall in our area is a lot of local moves typically. A lot of move up, a lot of move down, a lot of been renting, now going to buy, um, a lot less um, of out-of-state movers come to the triad, and a lot of people moving away for jobs. Uh, it's just not as common, right? And and what interest rates have finally done, uh, they've gotten up, you know, past the sevens, uh, you know, high, you know, seven, they're above seven, and and that has moved the needle enough that local movers just aren't are just sitting on the sidelines um and i'm not sure that's 
the right thing for folks to be doing or not. Uh, every situation is different. It's just the reality is there are a lot less buyers in today's market. Um, but here's the tricky element is that you, you should hear that with two different sides of the equation. The second half of that equation is there are a lot less people putting their home on the market because they're not moving up or down or, or away. So there's still no very little. I'm not going to say no inventory. There's very little inventory. Um, and I don't foresee that changing. So from a seller's perspective, um, if you put your home on the market, it there's a chance that you might not sell this fall. And and by the way, people go, oh, gosh, does that mean prices are going? Mm, this is the weird thing. I don't think prices are necessarily going to go down unless you need to sell and you want to be super aggressive right? You might price a little lower. Not not a little. You probably will price candidly need to price 5 to 10% lower than what you may be able to get next spring when there are more buyers. Or you won't sell. And and so, and that's okay because you'll sell this spring. I don't know. Maybe an earlier winter could mean an earlier spring. If we're looking at this optimistically in terms of sales volume, does that tend to happen traditionally? That happened for sure. That happened in, um, I want to say it was 20. I think it was 2020. Um, that happened big time. So I guess that was 19. Yeah. Um, it was 19. We had a really weird fall and then it, it exploded way sooner. And then of course, March 13th, uh, the world kind of press pause there for a couple months and then it exploded again. So we've had that happen and and man, uh low probably five years ago, spring market began typically St. Patty's Day. Um mm. and then a couple years after that it, it was like, well, you know what? It's kind of maybe Valentine's Day ish. And oh. then the last couple of years it's been January. We'll see. And and you know, in our market, our climate, it, weather will play a factor. You know, do, do we have a long, colder winter? It's certainly going to be colder than it was last year because we didn't really have much of a winter. Nothing. And I think that I mean, all the kids are hoping so, too. I, 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 my guess is we'll have a colder actual winter at some point. And and if that hits in December, then cool. I, I From personally, selfishly, I hope it hits earlier because I do think that we're going to have sure. a slow fall anyways. So come on, Mother Nature. Just go ahead and hit us with some snow in November and December. All right. So based on everything that you just said, are, are you concerned at all right now? So I, um, I want to be crystal clear that, f that consumers should not be concerned if they're, if genuinely as a buyer, you, you will have a better chance and you should buy this fall. And people go, Oh my God, but the interest rates and I go, you're going to refi. I mean, you're going to refinance. It's, it's cost a couple thousand dollars. Um, it will be worth it. Uh, because you will, you just heard me a few minutes ago say, I think sellers are going to have to take five to 10% less to sell this fall. That is a lot more than the cost of a refinance, right? So buyers should hear, hear this and go, okay, so there's not as many, there's still not that many houses out there, but I have a much better chance of, of, of getting the home. Okay. And I'll just refinance. Sellers go, well, I mean, I will be able to sell. Uh, because there's still not that much competition, but I might have to sell for less. And and so the only real losers in this market, and I don't anticipate anyone is going to play their violin 
is realtors. It's me. It's just going to be less real estate transactions and closing attorneys and lenders, right? Economically speaking, there will be some impact to anyone who is in the housing market. And and look, insurance agents, real estate attorneys, lenders, you know, there's a lot of people that that utilize the the housing market. So for sure there will be a, a a fair amount of folks in that category that will will want hopefully they've either bought their christmas presents or they're going to buy them real soon i literally had this conversation with my wife let's go ahead and plan ahead cuz it's just going to be a slower 90 days you know you said something before we we started and hit the record button that the real estate market is not directly impacted by the national economy and hypothetically we 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 might hit a recession. We might be heading toward a recession, a slide. Who who knows? I mean, we're, we're, we're just speculating here in terms of the national economy. But let, let's say that it does hit that recession or it hits a dip. Why does that not necessarily determine what the real estate market will do in response or not in a response to that? Yeah. And I, and I said before we hit record it, five out of the last six, it hasn't. Um, mm-hmm. You know, housing market has actually either stayed the same or gone up in a recession. And but of course, the last one was so big. Uh, 2020 was the best example. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and then and and honestly, um, the the one before that, right, 08 was the one that everyone thinks of. Um, and we don't we've we beat that drum. So we don't need to talk about why it's so different. Right. Our inventory is complete opposite of 08 and our regulation. Anybody who's gotten a loan, anyone who's tried to get a loan in the last year or two knows that we are highly regulated and you are not getting a loan if you aren't highly qualified. So those factors are the two factors that impacted that. We are, we've overcorrected. I mean, we're almost, it's almost brutal to get a loan right now. So that's, you know, there's no, no problem there. And there's a, still a problem of under uh, market of under inventory of underutilized inventory. So um, undersupplied, I should say. So for those factors, we're not, even if even if a lot of people remove themselves and people go, well, what about those foreclosures? Man, honestly, there is so much equity in these homes that there are going to be very few foreclosures because, you, you know, again, even if they have to sell, they can. They might have to push the envelope and they might cost themselves five or 10 percent by selling this fall than the, the next spring. But, you know, they'll sell. And if they're they lost their job or something happened, you know they got into a, a horrible car, whatever, right? Whatever the factor, there's too much equity in their home for them to not be able to sell it, capitalize on on it, utilize it in any capacity that they do, and then so foreclosures aren't going to be a thing. I just don't anticipate that um, the housing market doing anything but probably plateauing the next ninety days for the only lever the government has to slow it down, which is interest rates. And then, and, and then because we're not building at a clip that other major cities, like maybe Austin and Phoenix and a couple other uh, cities that are maybe, maybe starting to oversaturate new construction, we're not there. So locally here, I don't anticipate the housing market from a pricing perspective, changing much. It's not, by the way, I I do think I want to say that it's not going to be, the 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 crazy uh, that's already stopped right we're not seeing double digit equity increase 
We haven't, we're not going to, we haven't seen it the last 12 months. We're not going to see it for the next 12 months. We might not see it again in our lifetime, Adam, in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. That was highly unusual. I think that we're back to a healthier equity increase than we had pre-COVID, right? Which was that one to 3% kind of below national average. We're right now where they'd like to see national average. We're in that four to 5% equity increase year over year. That's perfect. It's time to get serious about your financial future. It's never too early, but it could be too late to get started. And that's oftentimes the hardest part, getting started. How much do I save? Where do I invest? Do I save for college or retirement? How much for each? And who do I talk to about it all? Okay, we'll keep things simple for now and help you answer the last one. We recommend you begin with a local financial advisor. And that's Jennifer Johnson of Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. She'll sit down with you for a complimentary introductory consultation and go over all of your questions. Get started on the path to achieving your financial goals. Visit 3magnoliasfinancialadvisors.com or call 336-701-1600. Get comfortable with your financial future. Three Magnolias Financial Advisors, retirement, financial planning, and investments. Securities offered through Satara Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and Satara Advisor Networks are not affiliated. Satara is under separate ownership from any other named entity. I mean, the only thing that would really cause such a sharp increase or dramatic shift might be another pandemic. So... We should hopefully see what we've always seen right in this market, which is fairly stable and a gradual increase year over year. Yeah. Yeah. And even if, by the way, even if we do have another pandemic and, and they will probably do, you know, stimuluses again, not as long, they, they overdid it, but they'll do stimuluses again. I will tell you the major factor that won't be the same is the interest rates. They, they, sure. they lowered the interest rate too low. And kept it too low for too long. And and looking back on it, now we get to play Monday morning quarterback, uh, literally, and say that was a mistake. Um, mm. And it should have, it never needed, it just didn't need to be below three. It never needed to really be below four. Um, and I remember when it happened in February of, of 20. Um, I, I think maybe that people knew what was coming. But it, I remember it going from like, you know, around four to like mid twos pretty quickly and being like, why are, why, <laughs> why? And, and we never really had an answer for it. And then they stayed there for like two years. All right. So let, let, let's do the math here a little bit on something that you, you said earlier, somebody buys a home right now and they take advantage of maybe home prices being a little less than what they might be in the spring because there's not as much competition, at least what you might save on your purchase price. And, and they decide to take on that seven or more percent interest rate. What's your best guess on how long they might have to wait to refi to, to something lower? I mean, because kind of lenders have been hoping and praying and saying they were coming down forever and they just keep going. They just kept going up because because frankly, because for good reason, our inflation still wasn't under under control. Um, and I do think that it's starting to get under control and it will for the, at least the next 90 days. We will we will see a little more. We're going to start seeing pullback. So therefore, I don't know. I don't think they're going to rush to reduce them or do them re reduce quickly 
But I also will say, unfortunately, we are going into an election year. And I do think that that is typically when our government and our country in particular manipulates things at a high level. Mm-hmm. So I I would be surprised if if we didn't get closer to six ish, hopefully not below six, but because that just would be a, a problem. Um but but probably uh, my guess is the mis- manipulation will begin some point between late Q1, early Q2, uh, enough for there to be quick enough results so that the politicians who want to be reelected can say, see, see, the economy's doing great. Yeah, I mean, too far up, too far down. That That's that's never a good thing, right? That's it. And I, I so I think, you know, we'll we'll if we live in the seven and a half for now and then we go you know by probably like you know january by the end of the year we might be at or like below seven right Mm -hmm. and then and then it would be minimal quarter quarter drop every month or so and until we're around six in like prime buying season um would be my guess you know and like april-ish um that would be my guess and 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 but if they overdo it then the inventory becomes a problem again. Um, mm-hmm. And and so, you know, I think if you bought this fall, I'd, I'd be surprised. Let me say this. The the quickest that they would be able to refinance is probably four or five months. And the longest is probably 18 months. I would okay. be shocked if interest rates weren't back down closer to six in 2025. Shocked for a variety of reasons. So to to your point, and going back for just a moment, you mentioned the closing costs you pay could be lower than what you end up saving with a 5% less purchase price now than in the spring. You said it might be, I don't know, a couple thousand dollars between the closing costs or what your monthly payment might be with, with a higher interest rate. But if you're talking about a $300,000 home, five percent savings on what you might purchase that home for that that's that's thirty thousand dollars fifteen to thirty grand on a purchase price versus uh a refinance cost of typically you know three to four thousand dollars it you know it's which is of course we just recast right back into the property so you're not even actually coming out that money you're just putting it back into the loan i mean it's 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 a no-brainer but now look if if those are for people who are renting. And I have a couple clients who are like, all right, I'll pull the trigger on something if something if the right thing comes about this fall cuz they're renting. Pay, they're paying 100% interest. Most buyers this year are are local and I mean, look, we've we've talked about this before. My wife and I we're, we're we passively look at at what's out there. We're not in a hurry to move. We like where we are, but at the same time if the right opportunity came about, maybe we we jump at it. So if there's people out there that are in a similar situation to us, how should they approach it this time of year? Well, and and perfect for those that are in your position, right? That that just um, it was too crazy, life was too crazy, or there were you were you maybe giving birth to another child. Uh, you know, there was a lot going on in their lives, so they didn't move the last couple of years, and they're holding you know at a three or four percent interest rate but the house is just not ideal. Um, the there I've talked to a few folks like that. I think the best example would be that they can, you could, if you don't have to sell to buy, to be able to, to 
purchase the end of this year and sell next year, that would be incredibly optimal. You will get a better buy and then you will be able to capitalize on the spring market. Great information as always, my friend. And, and how can folks reach out to you and the fine team at the Ginther Group? Hit me up on the interwebs at theginthergroup.com, theginthergroup.com, or give us a shout at 336-283-8689-283-8689. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on the Triad Podcast Network. Our mission is simple, provide information, advice, and stories about the people and places that make the North Carolina Triad such a great place to be. You can find us by searching Triad Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you like to listen. If you like what you heard and want to support the show and those that contribute, we would truly appreciate a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. It helps spread the word along, as do your shares on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Triad Podcast. To get in touch with us, simply email info at triadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. This is the Triad Podcast Network.